This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Hi, I'm Walt Grayson. You can now listen to the wild, weird, and wonderful stories of Mississippi with Mile Marker. Some of the big names that travel up and down the highways, obviously Elvis and Johnny Cash, and you have Jerry Lewis, Carl Perkins. Join me as we hit the roads of Mississippi on Mile Marker. Johnny Cash suggested that Carl write a song called Blue Suede Shoes. That was all kind of created with Aaron Amory. You can listen by going to mpbonline.org slash radio or by using your favorite podcasting app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with traveling partner Jay White. Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi, is out today. But we're going to hold it down, letting you know about the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today now is an extra special episode I'm calling The Return. Because for our first segment, we're literally welcoming back reunion-style two former Next Stop Mississippi hosts, comedian, writer, and musician. Musician Rita Brent and DJ and director of NPR's All Things Considered, Jonas Adams, for Rita's upcoming Saturday show, Raised in the Sip, Rita Brent, the return at Dueling Hall in Jackson. But this year is also the return of Wells Fest at Jamie Fowler Boyle Park next Saturday, September 24th. And in with us for our second segment to discuss all the festival fun will be Brenda Ferguson. Now, let's hit the pavement and let me welcome my traveling partner, Jay White, to the show. Good morning, Jay. Jay, Good morning. How excited are you about today's guest? I'm very, very excited. I, I'm super excited because uh, these are people I love, and I'm glad to get to see them in one case and talk to them in the other, and glad for their big return, and uh, the, the the local boy and girl come home made good. Yeah, Great story. I'm grinning from ear to ear already. I'm, I'm just excited for the whole passing of the torch feel for me. I mean, literally, uh. they were former host of Next Stop Mississippi, and now we've got everybody back on here on the show to all kind of, you know, congregate together. So it's going to be a good show today, Jay. I like it. It is. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so now, Jay, even though Kamel is missing out on this shindig today. I know, because he always waits for me to go first. <laughs> you say, how are y'all doing? And he always turns in the way that only he can and peers at me. Right, and I'm right. Like, well, I guess I'll go ahead. <laughs> well, we can officially say we have his replacements for one segment only now to fill in as guest host. But first, I'd like to welcome... Former Next Stop host Rita Brent back to Next Stop Mississippi. What's going on, ma'am? Jermaine, you look good in that seat. Man. You sound good in that seat. I'm Come so on. excited. You already know. Yeah. You already know. The show is in great hands. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank Rita. Thank you for having me. It was in great hands when you were here, so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to love I, you. This is what I tell, I tell everybody. When you followed Rita, now Rita in a previous life was a drummer, mm-hmm. right? Right. So Rita can't hear. And uh, when she'd sit in that spot, the the headphones would be all the way up, and whoever followed her, oh mercy! Yeah, you yeah. see me over here adjusting right now, right? <laughs> all the way up. See, where's the volume button? There it is. I do the same thing, but I do it so I won't holler. Oh, I got you. Because I'll get real loud. So as long as I'm loud in my ear, I won't I won't holler over the air. We'll just call it passionate. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right, right. Now Jay on the line now. I'm going to go ahead and welcome Jonas Adams to Next Stop Mississippi. What's going on, Jonas? Good morning, man. It is such a pleasure to hear all of your voices. I know you can't see it, but I'm also grinning ear to ear just like you guys. (laughs) This is such a reunion. This is a return for real, for real. 
this is a return for real. It is. Now, look, I used to work security for uh, Jonas when we'd go to eat lunch somewhere. <laughs> because, this guy uh, is so popular. He, every single person knows Jonas. Yes. And um, <laughs> we would go to eat lunch, and it, we'd try to, you know, just have a normal lunch. But eventually, after about, I don't know, 45 seconds and wherever we were, we'd have to pull out, you know, the red velvet rope and make a perimeter, a couple of us, and, you know, have to charge admission. <laughs> Oh, it was serious yeah, business. Set up a whole Absolutely line. Absolutely not true yeah. at all. Right. <laughs> whole cover charge to speak with Jonas. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was I was uh, a little uh, upset that I didn't get. I should have came in town today. That's what I should have did, so that we could all eat lunch together. I'm sure that there is a restaurant that I'm I'm missing those lunches that we all used to have. Uh, it's either Ichiban or one of the restaurants out there. It's so, always some, Ichiban, has, from what I've learned. Yeah, something, that has, <laughs> something that has tacos, something that has enchiladas. Buffet. Something that has chips and salsa. Mm-hmm. And pizza for the kids. Right, right, right. Y'all are making me hungry. But let's get let's get going. First off, let's talk about your return, Rita, to Jackson, Mississippi. Congratulations on all your accolades, everything oh, that you've done. You. I mean, we'd be here for two, three hours if I had to go through the full list. No need to do this. <laughs> but congratulations on that. And what? I wanted to talk about Next Stop Mississippi, too. And honest answers only from from both of y'all. How much did you love or not love hosting the show when you were here? Jonas, you go first, I guess. Well, actually, technically, I was never a host. I was always the person behind the boards. I never wanted to. Like, I was always a little uh, too shy to get on the microphone. Really? So I actually was executive producer over Gustav Gardner, Creature Comforts, Money Talks, Deep South Dining, and Fix It 101. And by the way, Jonas Felder, who just came off the air, wanted to hang around and say hello to you, but he had to run on. But he wanted to let you know that uh, that uh, he loves you, glad, proud of you, and, and glad to hear your voice again. I miss that guy a lot, and I know that um, he knows that I share those same sentiments for him that he just wished to me, man. It would have been great to, to see him or tomorrow hear from him. But, uh, yeah, we just happened to miss each other. But, yeah, you make sure you tell him that uh, I share those exact same sentiments for him. He looks the same, Jonas. Same hat. <laughs> I bet. I his bet. hair is laid as I usual. Any other way. Is the garden still in the back of his truck? Yes, it is. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It is. Now, Rita, your answer now. Love, not love, about it. I guess it depended on the event because sometimes it would be like pulling teeth, you know, like, oh, you got a, a, a backwoods turtle festival. You're like, look, how many questions can I ask about the turtle festival? Okay, so does the turtle, does his head come out in the daytime or at night? So it was always mm-hmm. challenging depending on the event. Does know? he have feelings? Does he? Yes. Tell <laughs> us about the turtle. <laughs> And then you just switch it up. The festival? turtles, tell us about them. I would like to go to this festival. Is this real? <laughs> I imagine it'll be a slow time, you know, once you get there. But it, it okay. Look at that. Bam. <laughs> now, Always busy. Right, right. The phone is going off. But There's the next deal. But I want you to know why, though, Jay. I want you to know why. She's literally sold out the whole show. Double sellout. A double sellout. Right. Raised in the sip, Rita Brent, the return at Dueling Hall in Jackson is sold out. No promotion necessary today. Uh, Well, you know. (laughs) 
Well, you know, they got to move some sound stuff around. I might open up a couple know. of chairs. You never know. This is how I feel about events. Like, I treat them like wedding receptions. So sometimes people get tickets and they say they're coming and then somebody might not show up. So I'm telling folks to take a chance at the door. Okay. Now, tickets are sold out. I'm getting all kind of calls. Now, the tickets have been on sale since July 4th. <laughs> Let me reiterate that. You know how people do that. But this week alone, I've gotten like 20 calls about tickets. You know, so it is sold out to my understanding. Both shows are sold out. But if you want to just take a chance at the door, you might get lucky. Should have booked a stadium. <laughs> right. I feel like she's. I had no like stadium money. Jay, money. how much does it cost to rent the stadium? I mean, it's in Jackson, so probably not that much. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like she's talking about me, though. I Look, I had to wait for my tax money to get in. <laughs> well, Jonas ain't here today because he's got something to do this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, okay. just a little show he's producing. You know, okay. The show that runs here, yeah. yeah all Things okay. Considered, heard all over the country, yeah. <laughs> right. When right. sound happens on that show, it's because Jonas has told it to be. That's great. And that's legit. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff. Oh, I was about to say, that's the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, take two. Go. Right, <laughs> right. Jonas, we're going to get to you and all things considered and everything that you've got going on. But Rita, I want to start off with you now. Since becoming a comedian in 2013, when you made that transition, it's been somewhat of a rocket trajectory of sorts in your career. I mean, You've linked up with the greats, Kevin Hart, Ricky Smiley, Cedric the Entertainer. I've just seen you link up with Wanda Sykes. I mean, we are not worthy. (laughs) That's how I feel sometimes. We are not worthy. I mean, in addition to all that, you've written for the Emmys, the Academy of Country Music Awards, um, for Comedy Central's The God Honest Truth with Charlemagne. So just how has the trip felt this far? Surreal. I think that's the the best way I could describe it. Surreal. Every time something different happens or something big happens, I'm like, huh, how did I get here? And then I have to reflect on the steps that led up to that thing. And I, I just keep telling folks I'm just not interfering. Because in the past, I have interfered and gotten in the way and, you mm. know, maybe sabotaged or talked myself out of stuff. And, oh, I'm not good for this. I'm good enough for this thing, so I'm not going to do it. But lately, I've just been feeling the fear and doing it anyway yeah. and just staying out of the way and just letting God lead the path. And it's right. working. Right. Mm-hmm. I start screaming because I booked you for the show. I mean, do you just <laughs> holler to yourself sometimes <laughs> when things happen? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm more of an introvert and a quiet person. So I'll just kind of. You know, call my mom, like, hey, Wave mom. your hand, like, <laughs> praise God. Uh, yeah, it's this voice right here. I'll talk to my mom. I'm like, hey, you know, I just got this. And she, she's lit, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm immediately anxious, like, okay, now how do I prepare for this thing? So I have to stay calm yeah, <laughs> so, hey, I can, hey, mom, so I can mom, do the thing. I'm a, I'm a cable television star, ma. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, ma. I'm yeah. right there. Look, that is just such a blessing. It is. It I is. am so excited for you on all of this. Now, um, let's talk about your shoulder so show um, at Dueling Hall, The Return. So tell me a little bit about the inspiration behind coming back and naming it The Return. Well, 2019 was the last time I did a show in Mississippi. It was called Sip on This Tea, and I was announcing my departure from Mississippi to New York. And it was a big deal. I had two sold-out shows then at the Alamo Theater and went to New York, and then the pandemic happened. And I was doing great in New York before that happened. Right. And then the pandemic really, really shook things up. I also didn't like the prices of things in New York. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, it's pretty I've got insane. family up there. I know yeah. how it hey, looks. Pandemic ain't got nothing to do with that. Gas yeah. station is wild. Yeah, the, the prices were bad before the pandemic yeah. came. And then they rose again. Like, I don't know if y'all have seen, but in Manhattan, the average price of an apartment is like $4,000. Mm. And you have to make 40 times the rent 
okay, to be eligible for an apartment. Yeah. And I said, hey, they, we don't have to worry about this in the South. So yeah, I decided definitely. to just... You're, you're by Central Park, right? That's where you were? Uh, no. no, I was in Brooklyn. <laughs> Goodness. In Brooklyn. And that was still in, the in water. a couple thousands. Yeah. So just decided to come back to the South because I realized that you can do things from anywhere. You know, yeah. some, sometimes it is beneficial to move. Like at some point, I know if I want to get into acting, I'm going to have to go to L.A. because it is better to just be there. But as of now, I'm able to do things from the South. So I'm in Atlanta now. And I mean, you have to be at peace with where you are. You know, you yeah. want to wake up and be at peace about where you are. I didn't have that peace in New York, even though I did learn a lot. I was able to uh, I'm talking about major network and I was gigging four or five times a night. Uh-huh. So it was a different grind as a comedian and it definitely helped shift some things for me and my work ethic. Yeah. But as far as residing there, uh, that's what about the something. weather? And the weather was really harsh in the winter. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. I mean, I. I've slipped and fell on on ice and snow, and and it's a lot of walking. I mean, you have to go to the subway. I was on the subway at midnight. It is is an interesting place culturally. If if you're not from there and you don't know the ropes, it can be very intimidating. I believe it. I believe I'm just intimidated by New Orleans, so I know (laughs) New York City is. You sound like my grandmother. When we were in, in New Orleans, she was like shaking up. She was shaking up. I said, Granny, you would lose it in New York. Constant horns, constant cursing. It's just no peace, no hospitality. It's a wild place. It's entertaining. Right. But yeah, if, you, if you're coming from the South, no, nah, that, right. that ain't my ministry. I'll just say that. <laughs> well, look, no spoilers. So is the show going to kind of tap on what you've done between those last shows and this one? Yes. my Interesting, my mother just asked me this. She said, well, how much music are you doing and how much comedy? It's about 60-40 or maybe like 65-35. I'm doing a lot of comedy, but I'm doing a lot of music okay. because I made a lot of music over the pandemic. I don't know if you see the shirt. Uh, Councilman Ken Stokes Smell. has a... Smells like raw. Smells like raw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I remember you know, that. I you remember, remember that Kelsey now. Yeah. Ken Stokes and that little, <laughs> that little quote he had, Jay. Stokes. <laughs> yeah, I made a couple songs in his honor during the pandemic. Uh, I wrote a song called I Deserve to Be Alive, Raised in the Sip. I made a lot of music during the pandemic, and I'm going to perform that at the show. So I have a live band. My latest song is Do the Hoochie Daddy. And so it's going to be a, a mixture of comedy it. and music, which is what I've been trying to get to forever. Have you, I, have you gotten any um, feedback from Mr. Stokes on, on your song yet? No. <laughs> I have not. I would love to. You're too busy selling hats. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. I, I, I literally would love for him to actually come to the show. I don't know if he's listening, Mr. Stokes, but I can I can make a seat for him. Right. Uh, so I have not seen him in a, in a few years, but, you know, I don't even know if I want to know what he has to think about yeah, the show. He still uh, needs show. a tailor. What'd you say, Jay? He still needs a tailor. He still... <laughs> his suits breathe, um, Jay. Maybe we can get him. No, nah, he don't wear his suits. His suits wear him. <laughs> They breathe. But that hat. I love that hat. Give me the Stokes hat. That's all I care about. That part. Right, right. (laughs) Now, your Hoochie Daddy shorts, is that the name of that that video? It's called Do the Hoochie Daddy. Oh. Jay is a Hoochie Daddy. See, look. (laughs) Guys who try to dress a little bit stylish, all of a sudden now, we got it. I mean, there's a a razor thin edge now, all of a sudden. (laughs) All it, it just means you wear your shorts a few inches above the knee. That's it. Okay. That's all it means. And you're comfortable in your own skin. That's all it means. Jay should have been in this one because he loves those shorts. I know. I was around Jay for six years. I saw the Hoochie Daddy. I saw you. Oh, no. All right. That is so funny. You know, back in the 80s, Jay, nobody blinked an eye. 
nobody blinks eye oh, at the yeah. at the length of a man's shorts. You so. remember old school NBA players? Oh yeah. And now well, Jonas people talked about it. It just was accepted. Yeah. S- somebody pulled the trigger on those parachute shorts in the nineties, and we <laughs> were all better for it. Jonas, We've regressed back to the mean a little bit, but hey, we were all better. Look, Jonas, for the parachute shorts. Jonas, do you have any of those shorts? I know he does. I do not have. Oh, he took Gucci Daddy shorts. <laughs> I don't believe you. I come from the uh, Fab Five Michigan generation where they brought the basketball shorts below the knees. Mm -hmm. And like Jay just said, we are all forever grateful. (laughs) (laughs) Might be shorts, might be pants. Right. Depending on who you talk to. Right. It's just a matter of time, Jonas. You're a father of three. Okay. I am. You're a head honcho at NPR. It's just a matter of time before you wear those shorts. Of course. I'm, I'm leading a different charge of trying to wear sweatpants to work. That's where I'm at. Oh, wow. Sweatpants to work. Okay. Now, are we talking about mankles or not? Well, I mean, we already brought the thigh meat discussion in here. Yes. Are we talking about man- mankles now? Mankles? Hey, we can. Yeah. Step on the table. But yeah. Well, look. I'm just trying to do away with jeans in general. Right, right. <laughs> I, so this is where I was going with the with the question, though. I know Merck B. Williams is going to be a part of the show, The Return. Yes. He was also uh, in a cameo in the video as well. Yes. I don't know if I see Nardo Blackman, though. Was Nardo in oh, the video? Nardo was in the video cutting up. <laughs> Showing out all the way. Nardo's in that video, and I just want to talk about your features for the event. With them, Nardo Blackman, Merck B. Williams, and of course, um, Mr. Adams, DJ Mr. Adams who's on the line with us now. I mean, of course, the show is called The Return, but how much has it meant to you to have your fellow Jacksonians join you on events and things that you've got going on? Well, it's a loyalty thing for me. Uh, the thing that I hear the most when I'm out in Jackson, folks keep telling me, don't forget where you came from. I don't know why they think that I would, but I hear that nonstop. <laughs> don't forget where you came from. Don't get the big head. Be humble. Stay humble. Uh-huh. And part of me doing that is embracing the folks that I came up with in this industry. So I came up with Nardo Blacktastic. I came up with Merck B. Williams when I got my start in 2013. And they are funny. They are good people, which is not always easy to find in the entertainment industry. Uh I can trust them. They are professional. And so why wouldn't I bring them with me on tour? Right. Because they are my friends. Good I mean, stuff. that's what Kevin Hart does. That's good He's stuff. been with the Plastic Cup Boys for over a decade. Yeah. You know, he's like, I'm I'm going to bring my people with me. So I'm that type of person. Yeah. I'm not going to get to a certain level and then leave folks behind. Yeah. So and your people promote you. I mean, they, yes. they push you. The more people you have that you can trust, the more that they push you. Yeah. To, to, to your Jonas, best. Jonas is going to have to choose between me and NPR when Uh-oh. when this tour gets really big. Jonas is going to have to choose because he always said that he would be my tour DJ. I don't know if you still mean that, Jonas, but we're going to learn today. Jonas? Hey, I'll be your agent. Hey, you got some NPR money? Hey, Jermaine and Jay. Can I call you guys Jermaine and Jay? Okay. <laughs> yes. So check this out. Jermaine, earlier you said that you hollered when you booked Sharita. Right? I did. Sharita contacted me to DJ this show. I hollered. A small tear came down. A one single tear came single down tear. my eye. And I said... She didn't forget me. She didn't forget me. I mean, it touched my heart. We talk quite often, but, you know, there's a lot of DJs out here. How do you cry one tear? Single tear. (laughs) Because I'm really tough. I'm I'm still really tough. So only one came out. You know, it wasn't a snot-nosed, nasty cry. One one really tough Denzel and Gloria. Mm -hmm. You know, that tear. It was just enough to let everybody know that I'm emotional, but I'm still really tough. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and I will be there tomorrow. I feel that. Spin those records for Sharita and every other time that she calls me. You want to know why? Because like she just said, Sharita's my friend. Right. Right. And right. she's funny. I remember she told me she was going to try out comedy and be a comedian in these those MPB hallways. And those office, our offices are right next to each other. Yeah, right. And she told me she was going to give it a shot then, like way back then. And I've been fully on board ever since. Too cool. Jonas wrote a joke for me, too. I still use it every once in a while. Really? Yeah. You throw it into the mix. Yeah. Hey, what's the I, I can tell you what it is. I'll tell you what the joke is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the joke is, I, I, I set this up about knowing black history. And I asked the students in this class, I said, name a famous Black Panther. And one of the students says, Cam Newton. <laughs> That's Jonas's joke. I liked it. That was a good laugh. You got a good laugh. Hey, I love that. That was a good you. laugh. The part that she's leaving out is that I've tried to write her hundreds of jokes. That's the only one that ever worked. <laughs> That's how it is, man. That's just because, a part of the business. Because she's smart. Well, only need one joke to make it. That's right. Only need one joke to make it. Does he shoot these jokes the all the time? Hundreds. Yeah. And he's like, take it to the stage. And I'm like, hey, you can use that. See, I'm the opposite. People tell me all the time I should send Sharita stuff. And I'm like, man, she don't want that. She already writes her stuff. Why should she need other people to write some stuff for but her? Send me st- I, but I respect your humor. So send okay. me stuff. Now, people just randomly hit me on Facebook like, hey, yeah, you need to use this. I'm like, this is horrible. This will end my career tonight. Right. I don't feel that He's way about, about you, Jay. Okay. talking about me, y'all. <laughs> All those hundreds of, of jokes you sent, of course. No. <laughs> I mean, because, hey, humor to mid, middle 40-age white guys is, might be a blind spot for you. Right. Exactly. And yeah. I want universal material. Right. Right. I want universal materials, so send them, Jay. Send them. Now, look, uh, Jonas, I want to go ahead and turn it to you. And um, in between your writing jokes for, for Rita and sending them <laughs> off to her, I want to congratulate you now on all your projects. Um, of course, tomorrow sold out, Raising the Sip, Rita Brent, the return comedy show where you'll be DJing, and as well as your appointment to director of NPR's All Things Considered. Now, for those of you Ooh. who haven't listened to All Things Considered, it's the most listened to afternoon drive time news radio program in the country every weekday the two-hour show is hosted by Alyssa chang mary louise kelly ari shapiro Joanna summers michelle martin um and she hosts on saturdays and sundays but you can tune into the show right here monday through friday from 4 to 6 p.m and from 4 to 5 p.m saturdays and sundays but jonas talk a bit about your ascension to director of npr's all things considered i mean wow what does your position entail what all goes into that well, basically, with the director position, I control everything that you hear. And I'm in charge of making sure that everybody says what they're supposed to say at the time that they're supposed to say it. And I cue all of our news clips, every live interview. Um, I'm the person that's making sure that the show stays on the rails and stays as tight as it's supposed to. Because if we're off, every station that's carrying us is off. So that everything that you hear as far as that facet is under my jurisdiction, my jurisdiction. And also every music selection that you hear, when you hear that, the, the, as we call them, here we go. Now we're at the good stuff. (laughs) The music that comes underneath the, 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 the news piece that you are hearing at the time, all of those are picked by me. And, um, you know, some member stations will have their local programming during the breaks. Well, if you if for stations that don't have local programming during those breaks, what you will hear is just a music break. And I pick those music breaks as well. 
Too cool. Yes. Jay. That's the main event right there. I know it. Jonas, what's that song that you played that somebody <laughs> tweeted it? Somebody tweeted like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just heard this on NPR. What was it? Yeah. See, well, the thing is, I try to match um, the music to the tone of the piece. This particular piece was a song was a, was a was a news piece that we did about ponies. So, <laughs> somebody, yeah, you see where I'm going with this. It's genuine. Well, oh, I just get we genuine, hey jinxies jinxies. Had to be. Wait a minute. Like what, what, did, what did you play on NPR? <laughs> I played Pony by Genuine. I played the instrumental. Okay, now uh, here's my story. Okay, I pony. I. I do public address for a private Christian high school here in town. (laughs) One of their baseball players used that song as their walk-up theme music (laughs) this year. And let me tell you something. Walking where? To the altar? (laughs) To to home plate. Oh, okay. To be the star. And let me tell you something. I played that song louder than every other one. (laughs) That's so cool. How did you feel when he picked it? I, I I, I told him thank you. And he didn't know me from anybody. I was like, thank you for giving me an excuse to play this every day. Right. 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 And now Jonas has given it to us on NPR. It seemed like a natural fit. And everyone here agreed with it when I kind of brought it to the table. Man, that's amazing. I usually don't. Usually I just play the song. I, I just pick the stuff. I don't consult with anybody. But this particular one, I was like, I got to play Genuine Pony for this right. And everybody was like, oh, yes, please do it. You're not going to do it. I'm like, um, you guys that haven't known me that long. Yeah. I will definitely like. I've already made this decision by the time I brought it to you, and then when it happened, <laughs> the entire building and people on social media it, it kind of exploded. The so, turn yeah. up, the turn up. It Jonas, was a time. I want you to know. I, I told you I hollered when I booked Rita, but. When I saw that you were director of NPR's All Things Considered, I hollered. I hollered right then, and I'm, I talk about you like you're like my cousin or something. I'm like, Mama. So guess what? You know what I'm saying? So I'm so proud of you, and I'm so proud of Rita. And I've known y'all since 2009, literally. And to see y'all's trajectories um, in real time is just amazing. So just congratulations to you both. I'm sure I cried when Jonas got this this position because we started at WJSU in 2006. Right, right. right. And to to know that where we started and then being at MPB at the same time, getting hired literally the same time, the same day. The same day. Yeah, the same day. And now knowing that he's like on the top of the mountain. Man, you can't you can't write a better story than that. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. Now, oh, see, I feel like Rita's on the top of the mountain and then about to ascend into a whole another mountain. Like this thing in in a lot of ways MPB set us up for us to be where we are. Absolutely. So, we know between WJSU and MPB, we have a lot to uh be grateful for for this trajectory and um MPB and WJSU played a a, a firm played a firm part in all of that. Absolutely. And bring us all together. You know, the whole thing happened for a reason. It's amazing, you know, to see how all of this has played out for both of us. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just sitting here just in y'all's seat like, thank God. And what I do wrong, I was here when they both got here, and now they're both gone. I'm still here. <laughs> what am I doing? What happened? This, this is your ministry, Jay. Ha- MPB oh. is your ministry. Man, you made that sound a lot better. I know yeah. it. I feel a lot better about that. We'll talk later, Jay, about that. You and I. Here comes the boss. He's like, what's wrong with still being here? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, um, Jonas, I wanted to get into before I let you go. Tell us about what the audience can look forward to as you in the capacity as DJ Mr. Adams at the Raisin the Sip comedy show at Dueling Hall. Well, first of all, I'm still DJ Joe Nasty. 
Oh, yes. You know, do you remember my nickname for you? I used to call you Jonasty to make it sound better. <laughs> I, did, I did that, I too, but I was just playing like a goofy white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jonasty, right? I thought yeah. it had a, a nice royal ring to it. Jonasty. King Jonasty. Sounds like a nighttime soap opera. Yeah, Jonasty yeah. Dynasty. Um, but, yeah, what can we look forward to um, as uh, DJ Joe Nasty? Yeah. It's Mr. Nasty time. Oh! It's going to be a lot of fun. Rita is like, fun. what? <laughs> oh, good thing yep. I didn't invite my grandmother to this yeah, show. <laughs> Your grandmother's been at all the shows, and she's right there, and we we have our fun. We're gonna do, we are going to have a blast. Like This is like one reunion, but tomorrow is going to be a whole different type of reunion. And anybody that was partying with me, all those times I was DJing while I was still in Jackson, they know exactly what's going to happen tomorrow when um, when I turn that music up. We are going to have a blast. It's going to be fun. Oh, right. I'm excited. Yeah, right. I, I'm giving Jonas a full like a set uh, during the pre-show. You know, so he it's just not elevator music. I'm like, yo, you get a whole set to do your thing. Cool stuff. So let's do it. Cool stuff. We could be here all day, but Jonas, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I can't wait till people can see you um, tomorrow night uh, during the Raised in the Sip, the return comedy tour for, um, from Rita Brent. So just thank you for joining us today. Thank you all for having us. Thank you all for everything that you have given me, Jackson. And I'm going to give it all back tomorrow. We're going to have a great time. Sharita, see you tomorrow. Safe travels. I'll be there at rehearsal on time a little late. Excellent. <laughs> Safe travels, Perfect. brother. Perfect. Now, Rita, look, are you good to stay and help me interview my next guest? Can you just hang for a minute? I suppose. Okay. Uh, we're not talking about turtles, it's are about we? The no, no turtles. No <laughs> okay. turtles. It's Wells Fest coming up. All right. So, um, free labor. That's one. Thanks, Rita. No um, <laughs> I'll invoice y'all later. Here's an event that's happening in your neck of the woods. The Blue Front Anniversary Party, 74 Years of Bentonia Blues, will be happening tonight, September 16th, 7 p.m. until 11 p.m at the Blue Front Cafe. You can visit our website, events, community events for more information about that. In with us now to discuss Jackson's original Peace, Love, and Music Festival, Wells Fest 22, benefiting the Good Samaritan Center next Saturday, September 24th at Jamie Fowler Boyle Park. Say that four times fast. Is Miss Brenda Ferguson. Miss <laughs> Brenda, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you, Jermaine. Thank you for having me on. I am so glad to have you here. Me and you, we've We've, we've been connected for years and years. Yes, so we have. This is very much a culmination for me yeah. on having you on the show today. So I'm just glad that you're here. Thank you. I appreciate it. I am so glad. So tell us a little bit about your work and, you, and what you do with Wells Fest. Well, um, Wells Fest is put on by Wells uh, Methodist Church. And I have been a member of that church for over 35 years. And this is a love gift to the community. And it's an alcohol and drug-free event, and it's been going on for, what, 38 years? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and we always have a beneficiary that we give the proceeds to. So this year, our beneficiary is the Good Samaritan Center. Okay, okay, okay. So when you change those beneficiaries from year to year? Each year, uh-huh. It's a, a committee that uh, they have to submit an application, and then a committee votes on it they go visit the place see what their needs are and usually it goes to the least of these 
So right, right. How, so how long have you been with the event itself? I went to the very first one in 1984. All right, now, Miss wow. Brenda. <laughs> so I even have the original T-shirt. <laughs> right, right. Go on, then, Miss Brenda. I love it. So, what's been your favorite aspect of the event over all of the years? Has there been one that just stood out in your mind? Oh, I don't know. Each year we have just wonderful music. It's it's music all day long in the park, and there's kids' events and. I know each one of them's great, so it's hard to say which one would be my favorite. <laughs> so I, I see the theme this year is peace, love, and music. Uh, has that always been the theme, or is this something that you designed especially for this festival? Well, that little logo with the bird is the one that Woodstock used, and we came out with that when they were having their 40, 40th uh, anniversary of Woodstock, mm-hmm. and we just kind of took off on that. But we have a different logo each year we use for the uh, T-shirts, but... The one that's red with the little bird is kind of one that everybody recognizes as Wells Fest now. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, have you have you noticed that we've been lacking peace and love? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and well, we we try to show that to the community when they come out to the park to play. So that's good stuff. That's what good what stuff. bands are going to be performing this year? We're going to have the Jackson Gypsies, the Patrick Hart- Harkins Band. We'll have Bridget Ferguson and the Good Bars. Uh, Andrew Pates and Steve Chester and the Vamps will be there. Ooh, so nice. we have bands from like 10 o'clock till 430. Right, right. So. And attendance is usually always just great, isn't yes. it? Yes. I mean, I see the street. It's packed out. Thousands. We We have never been rained out. Really? Huh. Yes, thank you, Jesus. So, yeah. this is wood that we're knocking on. <laughs> yeah, one one time around four o'clock, I think a hurricane came through and we had to close early. But other than that, we've had great weather. So good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I love that. Now let's talk about the auction. I want to go ahead and get into some of that that's coming up this year. Um, that's the Wells Fest Week Evening Auction. What can the, people um the attendees expect from that that's going to be september 21st by the way 20th oh the 20th september 20th okay wells fest has two events so the first one is a live art auction at doolin hall you can preview at 5 30 and the live auction starts at seven o'clock we have complimentary hors d'oeuvres by table 100 Uh, but we're also initiating a um live i mean an online auction where starting on Saturday, you can go to wellsfest.org and you can um, start bidding on the art. You can see all the art on our Facebook page. And then the bidding will stop at 5 o'clock on Tuesday. So if you see something you want, you better bid high because the live <laughs> auction starts at 7. So, And we have some of the great artists that donate uh, to us. Ellen Langford will be painting a piece on site hmm. that night. Okay. And it'll be auctioned off at the end of the evening. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm curious. 1984 to now is a long time to have a festival. What is your secret? I see festivals popping up, but what is the secret to sustaining a festival for this long and to do it with excellence? I think because we're the only festival that's drug and alcohol free and mm. we uh, it's a community kids event and so it's always a good time people know they can come out we have face painting we have all kind of activities for the kids this year we've got some new things for them to do like the silent disco and uh foam machines so we've got lots of activities for them we have vendors that come out to sell 
So they're wares, and they have a booth. Each one of them have a booth. We generally have about 40 to 50 vendors. And then we'll have food trucks this year, which is a little bit different. We've always done the food, but um, due to COVID, you know, we, <laughs> we we're doing the food trucks this year. So, uh, but, you know, we'll have, I want to say, too, at 930 Saturday morning, we will have a pet parade. And so everybody needs to bring it. It'll be the blessing of the pets. I love pets. I've never been to one of those. One yes. of, where pets just walk around in costumes? Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, do they behave? Are they unruly? How oh, do they no. act? They, they usually get along quite well. Okay. They, they're all in costumes. Uh, so there's <laughs> awards for cutest, best dressed, most congenial, and best of show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so their awards are some uh, ceramic water bowls. That we get from the mustard seed. Oh, okay. Okay. I love it. I'm bringing my baby. Yeah, you need to. Rita, you got your your dogs? I already know you got got your babies. Yes, actually, my puppy is uh, headed in town right now, so we we may have to see. (laughs) Get that baby out to a festival. She wants treats, though. That's what she would want. We'll have treats. Palm Oak is one of our sponsors, and they love pets, and so they'll have... um, Let's see. They'll have uh, pet toys throughout the day. And then we'll also have water bowl, uh, water bowls in the park for the pets, too, so Very nice. they don't get too thirsty. Right. That's good so, stuff. I love that. We try to accommodate everybody. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Let's talk about the impact that you've had on the Mississippi community over the years. I mean, since 1984, what have y'all seen come out of Wells Fest? Well, we've had different beneficiaries, the Methodist Children's Home, the Mustard Seed. Um, and the uh, Methodist Children's Home was able to refurbish an apartment, apartments for kids after they come out of the system. They needed a place to stay during the holidays. If they were in college, you know, they needed a place to go. And so we uh, helped refurbish apartments. Uh, I think it was eight, eight to ten apartments. Mm-hmm. So, but this year our beneficiary is Good Samaritan, and they have uh, their food distribution network is called Hub for the Hungry. Okay. And uh, Good Sam, they're going to use these proceeds for electric power pallet for moving heavy containers of food, uh, forklift, vertical shelving for the warehouse, and then uh, enhanced cooler freezer and a transportation van. Right. So uh, they get a lot of donations, and they you know, go out to people, a lot of people that don't have transportation to get water here lately, you know, they go to them Uh and take them water. Uh So um, they need a way to distribute that. Beautiful give back. I love that. So you talked about the Good Samaritan Center. Let's talk about the rest of the partners, vendors and exhibitors. What kind of importance is it that they help with an event this size? We're a small church. We can't put this event on by ourselves, so we rely on donations from our corporate sponsors who step up every year to help us. Um, Then we have individual contributions that are made, too. Um, This festival is way bigger than Wells Church, Mm -hmm. so we're always looking for volunteers that can come out. If you have a Boy Scout troop, Girl Scout troop, uh, colleges, maybe the kids need to earn community service hours. It's a good way to come out and 
help people and get those uh, hours in. Right, right. I love that. I love yeah. that. I love your shirt, too. She's got on her Wells Fest shirt. That's right. I just went squirrel a little bit. I was like, oh, the shirt is cute. <laughs> Thank you. I imagine Thank those you. shirts will be available on site. Yes, they will. Excellent. And if you want to come to church Sunday, we'll have them for sale Sunday, too, before the festival. So Good stuff. Yeah. Do you think you get a lot of people to go to the festival and then come to the church as a result? Yes, okay. yes. We have a lot of people that say, you know, I started coming to Wells Church because I went to Wells Fest, and, you know, it was such a loving environment. I just wanted to try this church. So. That's a call to the altar for you. Yeah. yeah. Now y'all just need a food truck uh, every service. <laughs> right. Yeah. I want all the same things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, Brenda, I want to know, where can everybody go find more information? If they want to be a vendor, if they want to um, look at the lineup, where can they visit to find out uh, it, find out all of that? Everything is on wellsfest.org. Okay. You can sign up to be a vendor. You can volunteer. There's a, vol- there's a sign-up sheet on the website. And um, so anything you want to know <clears throat> is on wellsfest.org. Okay. Make sure everybody goes out there. What one else other, you got? You one, other, one other thing I want to mention is this year we're doing something different. We're going to, on that Sunday after Wells Fest, we're going to have church service in the park. Oh, And nice. it'll be at 10 o'clock. You know, it's at the Jamie Fowler Bull Park on right. Lakeland Drive. And so we're going to have an outdoor service at 10. So we invite everybody that's at the park Saturday to come back on Sunday. Sunday. That's good stuff. That'll nice holistic events. That's right. That's right. right. That come party, then then we go on to church tomorrow, y'all. Yeah. That's that's the Southern way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is the Southern way. Well, Miss Brenda, I thank you so much for joining us. Um, good luck with Wells Fest. Good luck with the Wells Fest auction that's going to be coming up next week and everything surrounding that. You will see my baby Stormy Flood out there. Oh, good. In her one of her dresses. She's got an avocado <laughs> dress. I may put that Ooh, on her. I like. I buy clothes for my dogs. <laughs> I, well, good. I think there's extra points if the owner dresses up, too. So Okay. Well, <laughs> Do you gonna... have an avocado dress? No, but we're coming to sweep those ceramic bowls. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get all of those bowls. There's going to be no competition for us. So, Brenda, thank you again for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you, Jermaine. I appreciate it. Now, listen, here's an event that's happening in your neck of the woods. The Festival Hispano de Pascagoula. That'll be happening tomorrow, Saturday, September 17th from 12 until 6 p.m. at Pascagoula Beach Park in Pascagoula, Mississippi. For more information about that, they're kicking off Hispanic Heritage Month. That's such a beautiful thing. But if you want more information about that event, make sure you go to our community event page on MPB online.org. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jermaine Flood along with traveling partner Jay White and now guest host Rita Brent in with us to discuss what she's got coming up in the future and we're just glad to have her here. Rita, welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you. And thanks for the the guest host. You know. I like that. A little alley-oop. Yeah, we were doing good. We were doing good. I can fumble a little bit. That ain't ain't basketball. (laughs) I mean, that ain't football. That's basketball, but yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, just we've had a time hanging out with you today, so I want to get into some of your upcoming engagements. You've got stuff going on i pulled where is my notes you just you've got a book i've got a book on you let me pull it up to make sure i know i know what i have coming up for those books cross-reference right i got a book on you let's talk about coming home with pride 2022 happening september 29th through october the 2nd yes Uh, 
That's a look that's at your a face. Ma- You're on here with Big Frida. Yeah, right. Roxy the- Andrews. Yes, that's going to be a, a huge weekend in Jackson. Uh, the Capital City Pride Group. They have uh, all kinds of entertainers within the LGBTQ community coming to perform, and I'll be performing on the first. That's a, right. a Saturday, the first, and I'm really excited. This this will be my first time participating in something like this in Jackson, and that just lets me know that there's progress being made here. So, right. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited for you about that. This is thousands will gather to celebrate inclusion and unity in Jackson. And of course, like Rita said, Saturday, October the 1st, she will be performing alongside RuPaul's Drag Race superstar, Roxy Andrews. Um, If you don't know about that, I'm a fan. Yeah. (laughs) I got to get myself together because they are some real performers. I know it. I know it. I can't be slacking. They put on. And then second real performer i mean big frida yeah from to, new orleans to say the least i just yes. hope I, I she's set okay sunday big frida sunday okay so, yeah big frida sunday. yeah we can't be on the same night you uh-uh. won't be starstruck that hard will you? yeah i would like to perform way before big frida <laughs> but in addition to that dj citizen jane is coming um silky nutmeg ganache i think i said that right rosemary mm-hmm. alexander del shores and newell alexander i've got that on our community event page as well if you need any more information about that i put yeah, that out there that's gonna be huge so when i saw that i was like what yeah okay so let's talk about your other events you've won i saw that you going to jamaica a little bit later on this year yeah i haven't even uh told that so we can break that exclusive i'll be performing in jamaica with cedric the entertainer in october cool and this will be my first time in jamaica so i'm like uh I guess the jokes I have will work. <laughs> or maybe I no, need they to... Speak, they speak English. That's good. <laughs> Jay good. said you'll be okay. You're good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. So I will be in Jamaica, Jamaica, Uh-oh. October 29th is when we yep. actually perform. Yep. And um, That might be a spot to put some more music in down yes. there, right? Yes, you're right. And right. October 15th, that's another big one. I'll be at the Waterview Casino in Vicksburg. And this will be my first time actually headlining at a casino. So that's you better wear your your sparkly a hat, deal. a sparkly hat, sparkly oh, no. hats are hey, what you. women wear to casinos. They're oh. the cap, you know, with the sparkle right here on the top. Yes, and they have a little casino card, a little gambling oh, card. Yeah, you got to come right now. Baseball cap. You got to get yeah, a sparkly baseball a cap. Baseball cap. A, yeah, I have one. one. My grandmother's bought me one. I have a red one and a yeah, black she one. Did. <laughs> yes, she did. Yes, she did. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> That's what they do, evidently, right? That's their hat. Right. And then coming up after the show here, you'll be in Los Angeles. Yes. A friend of mine, comedian Ray Grady, he's gonna be he has a big show in Los Angeles at this club and uh, I'm gonna be opening for him in Los Angeles and then that next day I will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana with Ricky Smiley. That's hey, the twenty third. No, them two towns ain't close together. No, they are not. <laughs> I'm I'm on the first flight out. So LA September twenty second and in Indiana, September 23rd with Ricky. Yeah, right. it's, it's about to be busy. Right. Yeah. Let's a lot going on. Just don't on. Norm McDonald yourself out of Indiana like he did Iowa. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She'll be fine. Don't yeah. jinx her. <laughs> She'll be fine. No hecklers are coming her way. That's uh, right. Look, Beyond Comedy, um, I wanted to talk about some of that. I love your 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 website, by the way. Oh, thank you. It just you. really helped this interview out, for sure. Shout out to Alexis C., uh, just a, a talented creative who who does my website love and, and all that. Yes. Love that. Let's talk about the podcast, Raising the Sip with Rita Brent. What mm-hmm. are you covering on that? 
I am doing that in conjunction with Women's Foundation of Mississippi, and we basically bring on guests who contribute to the betterment of women and girls in Mississippi. So some of my guests have just been outstanding. You're talking about Starstruck, Flonzie Brown-Wright, Talamika Bryce, Dr. Nashley Cephas, Cassandra Welshland. Uh, I've just had um, Tania Sanders, just a wealth of wonderful women on the show. And uh, we're going to be kicking up season two pretty soon. The top of January, I'll have a big interview with Angie Thomas, and I'll be announcing that. Good stuff. Yes. So the Raising the Sip podcast is on hiatus right now, but you're free to go back and binge listen. Uh, Pamela Jr., too, is every episode is good. And I'm, I'm not just saying that because it's, it's my your podcast. Account. <laughs> like these, but also because you're on it. Yes, yes. <laughs> but these women are that. doing some amazing things in Mississippi, and so I, I encourage you to listen to that wherever you listen to your podcast. Right. It's called Raised in the Sip. Make sure you go out there and look for that. And let's yes. talk about the merch. The merch. You see it. The merch. You see it. I yeah. love the merch. You've got shirts. You've got mugs. I mean, you've got a prayer pen. Yes. Whenever you buy a shirt, you get a free prayer pen because I used to do those uh, little satirical prayers. It's been a while. People have been asking me to pray about the water in Jackson, so they might be coming pretty soon. But right. At the show tomorrow, I have a, a new T-shirt that I have on. Uh, it smells like raw. You got to get that one. You can feel that one in. You uh, got to get that one. So, yeah, I encourage folks to, to get your merch at the show and just just show up and have a good time. First show is at 7. The second show is at 9.30. Both sold out, but get there early because it's first come, first serve. You could in slip in. You could slip in. Look, if they want to know more about you, where can they go? RitaBrent.com. That's the website on social media at Rita Brent Comedy on all social media platforms. Jermaine, Jay, thank you for having me. I thank you for being here, ma'am. I thank you. I love you always. We've come to the end of another great trip. Thank you for traveling with us. Thank today's guest, Rita Brent, Jonas Adams, and Brenda Ferguson with Wells Fest 22. To find out more information about these and other events, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. Click the community tab. If you have an event, make sure you do it there as well. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Kamel King and Jay White, I'm Jermaine Flood. And join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip right here on Next Stop, Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.